it breaks down to about $300 a month mm-hmm. the government is giving every single family per, with month. A, per month with a child. Uh, and if you have two children, then it's 300 times two, you get $600 a month. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration, so you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We are your hosts, Leo Sabo and David Thompson, and on today's episode, we want to talk about something that's kind of new. Most of you may be aware, but if you're not, this episode will be very helpful because we're talking about the advanced child tax credit payments coming this month, in the month of July 2021, and how it's going to affect not only the prepayment you're getting, but also your tax return when you file and the rest of the tax credit that you'll receive. So David, why don't we get started with what is this child tax credit? What's the change? And why is this important to people? Yeah. So the child tax credit is when the government basically looks at you and says, oh, you have a child? Great. We are going to give you some money every year while you have a child. The heart and the goal behind it is to offset childhood poverty. It's actually intended to make it to where kids who don't have resources and income, their parents are being entrusted with a certain amount every year by the government. And it's a tax credit, which means that at the end of every year, when you file your taxes, it means the government is giving you money. They're crediting you money. Whether or not you paid taxes or not, the government is going to give you, back in the day, it used to be a thousand. Then it bumped up to $2,000 per child. And with this new round, what they've done is said, we're actually going to bump it up to $3,600 per child under the age of five, five and under. And so with that, it breaks down to about $300 a month. Mm -hmm. The government is giving every single family per month month with a child. Uh, And if you have two children, then it's 300 times two, you get $600 a month. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting here is it's always been a tax credit at the end of the year when you file your taxes and families get this big lump sum of $1,000, $2,000, whatever it was per child. Yeah. And usually it was a tax credit in the form of if you're working and you're paying, let's say, 6,000 in taxes, federal taxes over the year, you would get that tax credit. So if you had two children, you'd get a $4,000 tax credit. Mm -hmm. So the 6,000 that you've paid, you paid that already throughout the year, you'd only be required then to pay two because you'd have a $4,000 credit. So you get that 4,000 back. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so here we are this year, the government is doing something different where they're actually going to send out the paychecks in advance. They're not going to wait till the end of the year and give you a big credit at the end of the year on your taxes. Mm-hmm. They're actually going to start sending out the payments now. And that's why they call it the advanced child tax credit, because they're advancing the money instead of waiting till the end of the year. Now, between now, this is this is June, July, between now and the end of the year, you've got six payments that are coming. If you have a child under the age of five, five and under, you're getting $300 a month for those six months. Mm-hmm. So you can look at about $1,800 coming in between now and the end of the year. And then the other $1,800, because remember, it's $3,600 total, the other $1,800 will show up as a credit on your tax bill. Right. So your tax return. Tax return. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is a unique change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government is going to be sending checks 
for those who have kids six and under, you have a five and under, six and under, 150 bucks a month. Yeah. And then for... Or $300, $300 a month. Yeah. Yep. And then for children that are between six and 17 years mm-hmm. old, it'll be 250 per month because it's a total of 3,000 tax credit per year. Yep. So it's five and under is 3,600 a year credit. Six and over up to 17 mm-hmm. is 3,000. So you'll either get a $250 per child if they're over six or $300 per child if they're five and under. Yep. So that's significant. If you have two children that are under five or five and under, you're going to get $600 a month for the next six months. Mm-hmm. That's $3,600. Then you'll get another $3,600 when you file your tax return. Yeah, if you have two kids. With two kids under yep. five. Yep. If it's two kids over six or yep. six and over, then you're going to get 3000 between now and December and another 3000 when you file your tax return. Mm-hmm. And this is for the 2021 tax year. Mm-hmm. Now, it might change in the future, more than likely, and this is something David and I discussed, more than likely the government will want to continue to make these payments. And there's a reason behind that. You know, when people are getting this credit per month, it's easier to use it for the things that you need, right? I mean, if a family is really struggling, $300 a month, or it's 600 if you have two kids, right? that's significant <laughs> income bump, right? <laughs> that's like half your rent almost. <laughs> you and know? the government is going to give it to you either way. So I suggest that there's a good possibility that the government would want to continue to make that payment month per month. They may not, who knows? But ultimately, if they do, then that's a bump in income, let's say, for every family that has children. Well, and you should have to look at the incentives. So the incentive for an elected official is to make the people happy. Mm -hmm. And what makes... Well, the incentive is to get reelected. And how do you get (laughs) reelected? You You make people happy. That's right. And, And what's interesting is when you're giving people checks... Free free money every month, which is new to the like. This is not this is brand it's new. Not, no, it hasn't been normal. <laughs> it has been normal over the last eighteen months, right? But not normal in the past. In the in the history of of child tax credits, this has never happened before, to my knowledge. And so so it, it's going to be like, look, we're giving you money, we're giving you money. Now that also comes with a cost to the government. It comes with a cost to all taxpayers. Sure. But people are going to feel the, the check in their hand. They're not going to feel the cost coming with a larger tax bill somewhere else down the road. They're not going to feel that as much as they'll feel getting a physical check in the mail every month or you know, an automatic deposit into their bank. So just be aware, this is something that once the government starts giving away money, it's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. And you have you know, more conservative politicians that uh, say, hey, we're not going to increase taxes. Some of them may want to stop a program like this, but even them, once they get elected, it's going to be very hard to change. Nobody wants to be that guy. Nobody wants to be the guy that took $300 a month away from a family with kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is not, you know, the law for the next 20 years that we know of, but we would be surprised if it doesn't continue. (laughs) Well, and there's also, there's precedents made because in other countries, Governments are very generous toward families that have children and that one of the parents stays home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember years ago, I met with a couple from Australia that had moved from Australia to the United States. And when they found out how much the government wasn't doing for families, they're like, this is terrible. Because in Australia, they were getting like a monthly check for having children. Every time they yeah. had a child, they would get an influx of money. And I don't remember the details, but I was quite surprised. I thought, wow, that's interesting and significant because 
it does promote the idea of family and having children. And at the end of the day, if you think about that logically, the more children families have, the more taxpayers will be available in the future to pay taxes. So it does have a benefit. In fact, when we talked about economics, right. we talked about how the government's whole purpose is to generate um, interest in people spending money. The economy is based on borrowing and spending. Mm -hmm. And if they're giving these checks, what they hope is that people will take it and spend the money. And then that will result, of course, in taxes being paid and the economy continuing to grow. Because spending is what keeps that going. Debt is what keeps that going. So it's going to be interesting. And this is one of the reasons David and I wanted to talk about this is because it's so easy to have this money come in and it just it's absorbed in your lifestyle and in your spending. Mm -hmm. In fact, I texted this to my kids. My kids are both grown and have children of their own. And I texted them and I said, did you guys know this is coming? And they're like, no. And I said, yeah, it's going to be because both of all of their kids are under five, so they're both going to get six hundred dollars per month uh, for the two kids each. And I said, uh, "Did you know this is happening?" And, I, and they're like, "No." And one of my daughters said, "Great, this is going to cover two thirds of my my rent payment." <laughs> and and that's the way we typically think. This money comes in. I'm going to look at what I have to spend. Where am I going to put it? Well, I'm going to put it wherever the needs are. And if it's a significant amount, it's going to go toward my rent or my mortgage or my car payment, whatever. And part of the reason we wanted to talk about this is to actually challenge you with that, to maybe paint a picture of what you could do with this money since you weren't expecting it anyway. Why don't you use it in a way that's actually going to benefit your children for many, many years to come? So, David, what are we talking about here? Yeah, well, I think it would be amazing if a few families <laughs> decided instead of just increasing their lifestyle and or or just paying rent with the money, decided to save mm and begin to invest and start to put this money away for their kids uh, for a future date. Mm -hmm. And investing with compound interest, if you were to do $300 a month, let's say you have a five-year-old and you're getting $300 a month. If you invested $300 a month for 50 years, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. Your child is now 55. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> They're not even at retirement age yet. Yeah. Uh, but if you do that for 50 years at 8% interest, which Leo and I like to talk about using mutual funds and ETFs and getting potentially even a 9, 10, 11% rate right, of return. Right. But let's say you got an 8% rate of return. You would, that child, your child would end up with $2 million dollars at the end of that 50 years. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting is they would have to pick up that $300 a month when they turn 18 because right. the government stops sending the money. Right. So they're going to have to learn how to invest and keep growing money over time. But even if even if they they stopped at, you know, you stopped at age 18 and the money grew from there, I think it'd be somewhere around 70 plus thousand dollars. It, it would still grow to over a million dollars. But if they had learned that habit and you taught them, you open up a, a brokerage account and, and any anywhere you look, you've got Charles Schwab, you've got Vanguard, you've got TD Ameritrade, you've got uh, Fidelity. There's tons of brokerages, places mm -hmm. that sell investments. Right. You could go to any one of those, Google any of them. Uh, I lean a little bit towards Vanguard because they have lower fees. But any one of these is a great option. You open up a brokerage account, you start putting in $300 a month, mm -hmm. that is going to grow dramatically. Now, this is just an example. Leo, what would happen if you had a 10-year-old and the government is sending you $250 a month? What does that look like? Yeah, so even at $250 a month for 50 years for a 10-year-old, again, they'll be 60 when this 
figure becomes real for them. At 8%, it would be $1.7 million, a little bit over that. So it's still nearly $2 million. It's a mm-hmm. bit less, obviously, because you put in 250 instead of 300 a month. But still, at 60, they'll have $1.7 million. That's a significant amount. And if they chose to just never do more than 250 a month, which anyone can do, like if, if anyone that's listening here is spending money on eating out or any kind of frivolous spending that you don't need it, but it's nice to do, and you decided to cut back on one of those two areas, you could save $250 a month. Mm-hmm. You're probably doing that three or four one k or IRA investment per month. So your kid could very easily, as soon as they get their first job, set that up where that 250 is just going in or the 300 is going in. And it would be an, a very small investment for a huge return. Mm-hmm. And if they kept going, let's say, for instance, they got a better return. Let's say they, yeah. same same scenario, let's say they did it at 10% over mm-hmm. the 50 years. It would be 3.4, almost 3.5 million. So wow. twice the amount for just 2% more. And again, we don't know what that's going to be. We can mm-hmm. only look at the history and say 90, 11% is average. Will that continue? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Nobody, really, like nobody has a crystal ball. We right. don't know. <laughs> but we can only invest based on what we hope will happen. But even if they look good below that, let's say they invest for 60 years at 250 a month and they only get $2.8 million, I still think it's much better than having nothing mm-hmm. or having to work way into your you know, 80, 90-year-old to pay the bills and pay the rent. So it's just a great opportunity. I think it's also beneficial in the sense that you're doing something for your child and you're modeling for them an investment over a long period of time. So as they see this grow, when they turn 17 and they see that you've you know, you've already invested, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in there and that it's grown a significant amount over that 10, 15 years. They're going to be motivated to say, well, I'm going to continue to do this. And I think that's just a, a great way to take something that's really a gift. It is a gift. It's not something anyone's expecting. It's not something anybody is earning. It's just something the government is choosing to do. And now that they're bumping it to almost double what it used to be, I think it's a great opportunity to really get serious about investing and doing that for your child. If, and if you're not doing it for yourself, certainly do that. But this is a, a very low entry, no expense to you personally mm-hmm. type of investment that will benefit your kids. And yeah, some of that could be used for, for college um, and other expenses as well. So it just depends on how you invest it, of course. If you do some of that until 529. That's one of the things that I talked to my kids. As soon as they started having children, we had a discussion about college expenses because my wife and I, we did save up and put our kids through college. And so they saw the value of that. They appreciated it. They didn't have to pay a a dime out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. And they both got four-year degrees and and it's benefited them and it will continue to benefit them uh, for the rest of their lives. So they want that for their children. And as soon as they had children, they said, what do we do? And I said, well, let's talk about some options. We looked at 529s. They both started one for each of the kids. So they're doing that. And this is one way to either increase that continue to fund that or do something completely separate where you're just doing an investment for literally for retirement or you know 50 years down the road Mm -hmm. i saw a funny meme the other day and it was a a girl in an office chair and she was kind of daydreaming and she was looking up you know just the ceiling like oh you know if my parents had put away a hundred dollars a month for me from the day that i was born uh you (laughs) know to the day i turned 60 i would have 1.5 million dollars and then 
Uh, she you know, dips her head down, turns back to the, the computer and be like, but they didn't. So I have to go back to work now. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It's just, it's funny. It's, it was a funny meme. And, and so it just, what Leo and I want you to do is to think a little bit differently. Yes, this money is coming in uh, if you've got children. And we want you to, to continue living on the written plan and budget that you've got in place and think about investing this money, going mm-hmm. up and opening a brokerage account. If the government is dropping 300 bucks a month into your account, as soon as it hits your account, turn around and transfer it over to one of these brokerages and yeah. start investing it for your kids. Definitely make it automatic. Otherwise, make it automatic. it's very easy to stop. <laughs> so yes. don't do that. Yes. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you'll rate, review, and subscribe. And also head over, Leo, where can people spend more time with you? They can come over to leosable.com for now. We are working on, as you guys all know, who have been listening for a while, we're working on both developing a website and some courses that we're going to offer hopefully later this year. And part of that is we've actually already got the website, but we won't let the cat out of the bag quite yet. Yeah. Uh, but we're building that out and we're going to build out some infrastructure. So for now, go to leosable.com. There's resources there. There's blogs. There's, of course, this podcast and others like it. And honestly, I think most people go to you know their app uh, for their podcast, but you can go there and get the show notes or any other information you wish. We also have some resources on there that you could use so that if you're not budgeting, if you don't have a system, we go through and teach you that system. There's videos, there's downloadable um, Excel spreadsheet that you could use. And that's just to teach you. If you decide to use an app or some other process to manage your money, that's totally fine. Uh, we're not here to dictate on how to do it. We're just giving you a basis on how to do it. And uh, that information is all available at leosego.com. That's right. I'm on the draft page of our website right now. It is super cool. I can't wait till we're able to share uh, our website with you guys. So be ready for that. And uh, I hope that you'll share this episode with a friend that has kids. Uh, if you know somebody in the office or a family mm-hmm. member, yeah, just share it. You know, send it in a text message over to them and say, hey, check this out. Uh, were, were you aware that the government is about to start sending checks to you? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people aren't. It's in the news, but a lot of people haven't heard about this yet. Uh, and our, I, and yeah. I do want to give credit to uh, a friend of ours, Greg Gless, who yes. actually made a post on Facebook about this. That's that's what motivated us to do this podcast is that we thought this would be great to share and even to share some ideas of what would it would look like if you actually did invest for your kids for a period of time. And he he posted and gave some different numbers. But uh, uh, yeah, that's what inspired it. So, Greg, thank you for making that post. Yeah, thank you so much, Greg. Well, we hope that you'll join us next time so that together we, we can, can keep, keep getting, getting money, money right. right.